Hi, my name is Felicity Musso, and I play Camly Tonkbite. Hi, I'm Jeremy Bohan, and I play Meals of Cooks, or Miles for short. Hi, my name is Carl, and I play Nine. Hi, I'm Joseph Musso, your Dungeon Master, and welcome to Season 2 of Avlonia and the All D20 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, game on, and now, let the adventure begin. Hi, I'm Carl, and this episode is brought to you by our patrons and sponsors. And we'd like to give a special shout-out to Trey, a.k.a. Paladin Grimm, for making this episode possible. If you would like to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at alld20.com. Don't forget to leave a review on your favorite listening platform. And check out alld20.com for more information about being a patron or just to listen to the show. Last time on All D20... I am feeling the consequences of my ignorance. I encouraged Camly to throw a dagger at the new forming cocoon. That decision resulted in Fifth and I almost losing our lives. Camly was able to revive us by creating a delicious applesauce. She is such a great chef. Once we were back on our feet, we set off to complete the rest of the puzzle. Vith spectacularly took down the electric moth, and Camly dispatched the stone one. Now that all the elements have converged into one, let's hang back and see what happens next. You guys watch as the cocoon pulsates more and more and more, and eventually you hear the sound of a squishy ripple as one antenna pops out and then another one pops out and then a head and then as it's ripping and tearing you see one beautiful multicolored wing pop out and another beautiful multicolored wing pop and there on top of the tree in the middle of this dungeon is a giant butterfly what do you do oh so pretty Indeed, it is. Do not throw a knife at it, Camlin. <laughs> I won't. Ever. Again. Do you think we should uh, make some space in case it attacks us with an AoE effect? I do not know what AoE is. Area effect. Oh. Like fireball. Oh, interesting. AoE. I will write that one down. <laughs> but we should make space. So I'll back up. Just okay. I'm gonna head east about ten feet. Right, so you guys back up. This this beautiful majestic giant insect does not seem like it's trying to attack you. I don't really sense any hostility. Stretching its beautiful wings, which are covered in slime from the cocoon, and just stretching. Should we try to communicate? Can you speak, uh, moth? I did pick up a few things from a friend a long time ago. I'll give it your best shot. What, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I'll, I'll walk in front of it. Okay. It's not in the air, right? No, it's on top of the tree. Oh, okay. Hello, I am Nine. It's a pleasure to meet you. You are quite beautiful. 
He watches it stretches its elongated neck and you hear some cracking and you watch as the uh, antennas kind of wiggle around and it starts to stretch its big long wings and starts to flutter them and you watch as bits and pieces of some sort of substance fall off the wings around it. I'll go investigate what's dropping to the ground. You, being an artificer, sense that there's a lot of magic in whatever this dust is. Camly, Vith, it is not dangerous. Please come over. Okay. I I hide my dagger. Okay. Just in case. It recognizes it. And I slowly walk over. It just stretches its wings and flutters them and this weird like substance falls from its wings onto the ground. What is this scoop nine? I'm uncertain. We should all grab some and investigate together. I'm okay. gonna have my mage hand pick some up. Yeah. I'm not touching it. I'll grab some and just really look closely at it and it kinda looks like it and like nine doesn't know what this is, but to describe it to you and the audience, it looks like glitter. So as you pick it up, it has multiple colors. It flashes with whatever strange light that is illuminating this dungeon that you can't see. It looks like there's sunlight in here, but you can't see any sunlight. And it just kind of glitters and glints into the light. And as you get a little bit closer and you take a little bit of a breath, some of that kind of shoots into your nose. And then you slowly start to drift into sleep. Oh, I'm going to rest now. <laughs> that was me. So you just watch Nine is still standing with this stuff really close to his face that he was investigating. And he just shuts down. Oh no, what happened? Not again. And I'm obviously not going to... My mage hand is going to hold on to the glitter, but I'm not going close. Or do I know what glitter is? No, you just know okay. it. All right. The the mage hand is going to... I'm going to have the mage hand continue holding on to this sparkly substance. And I'm going to run over to Nine. Nine, please don't do this to me again. And I'll look at Vith. You got any apples? Because she has no idea what's going on. Well, she, can she tell that he's asleep versus... Yeah, he's, it doesn't seem like he's hurt. You do hear some strange creaking sound that should sound like snoring, but it's not. Okay. He's asleep. Vith, he's asleep. Why don't you try to wake him up? I'm trying, and I'm shaking him and, you know, kind of pushing on his leg, trying to... So as you push on him a little bit, he eventually falls. not taking damage. Oh, no. Oh, and no. then all of the glittery yeah. stuff pops up into the air, and then you take a big whiff. <sighs> and then you also start to fade into black. He's, uh, he's not, he's not responding. All right, um, is it, it's like, um, light and airy when it goes poof, or is it like Yeah, yeah, it's now a big cloud of it all near Nine and Camley. It's very much like pollen. Ah. Hmm. And as you're sitting there, the butterfly starts stretching its wings and spreading more in the area. 
It's just getting thicker. Oh, jeez. I don't even have anything to... All right. I'll just prep myself so I don't fall. When I fall asleep, and I'll take a big whiff. <laughs> you chop it up <laughs> with oh, wow. your sword and take a big whip. <laughs> right. And then you drift into a deep, comfortable sleep. You guys are dreaming that you're in the dungeon, but it's peaceful now. It's relaxing. There's no danger that you feel while you're in this dream. And you actually start to look in the distance, Kemley, and then you kind of make out what appears to be Nine still standing there holding the dust in his hands. And then he kind of materializes. And then there you see Vith with a whole bunch of powder on his nose, <laughs> covered in glitter powder. And then this female approaches you. She's tall, with blonde hair, and she's not wearing anything, but she's still covered by what appears to be wings that are the same color of the wings that you saw from the butterfly in the dungeon. Hello, children. I am the guardian of the tower. You have passed the first test. What do we do from here? Go up. How do we get up? You have to wake up. I went up there and I bumped my head. That's because you are awake. Oh. Why are we being tested? Because the tower is very powerful, young one. And you are the chosen one. You must go through the test in order to prove your worthiness. Seven towers. Seven towers. Seven towers. Seven towers. Must complete seven towers. And you watch as this guardian thing starts to change before your eyes. And it starts turning into metal. And it's still a female in form, but it has a number seven on its chest. Welcome, nine. I am seven. It is a pleasure to meet you. Likewise. I am attempting to complete this tower to prove my worthiness. Are you able to assist? I am able to assist. Please kneel down. Oh, immediately kneel. And you watch as she kind of unfolds what these strange wings are, but now they're metallic. They're not or the same organic material that you saw from the butterfly. And she opens up the same chest cavity and reaches in and pulls out a green gem. And then she places it on your forehead. And then everything goes dark. Seven, Seven towers. towers. Is it done? Seven, Seven towers. towers. Almost. Seven, Seven towers. towers. We must hurry before he rises. Seven towers. I don't know if one will be able to handle this. No, not one. Nine. Nine will handle this. Seven towers. Nine is the chosen. Seven towers. If he fails, then we'll have to rely on seven towers. And you open your eyes, and it's just you three 
and then you see a spiraling staircase, an ivory spiraling staircase that goes up into the middle of nowhere from what you can see. What do you do? I touch my forehead. You feel another gem. <laughs> so they're like next to each other? What, one on top of the other, yeah, right now. So you have the, the one that was in the middle of your forehead, and now you have a green one that's above that one. So if you have the gem now, are we not done with the tower? Beth, Camley, I am incredibly confused. I do not understand my purpose, except for seven towers. Well then, do you want to lead the way since you have the key, I guess? I will. Shall we proceed? Yeah, I mean, we need to find the a way out of here. And I'll just set off walking, pondering what just happened. Mulling it over in my head. We going up the stairs? Yeah, towards the stairs. So you guys make your way to the spiraling ivory staircase. And it's very odd because every time you take a step, it seems like everything shimmers and moves. And it's just very confusing at first because as you're going through this, like you feel like you're moving, but you also feel like you're dreaming at the same time. It's a very, very odd experience. And eventually, you make your way up to the top into a very cold room. And as soon as your feet leave the final step, all three of you wake up and you're in a new portion of the tower that is just solid ice. That's weird. Did we sleepwalk? I felt as if I was awake. I was not in any other state of being but I do agree it was quite strange I assume this is our second test and what do you suppose we must do here let's let us replicate what happened on the lower floor let's scout find a mystery and solve it we're okay This is very, very cold. Every time you take a step, it's extremely slippery. So all actions here are basically rough terrain, unless you have some means to stop the slipperiness from happening. And rough terrain limits our movement speed? It basically halves your movement speed. Okay. Yeah, so every every step takes you an additional five feet. So, So if you move 30 normally, then you move 15. Shall we start with the perimeter scout again and work our way inwards? Yeah, the, if we feel around the perimeter, it might give us a little bit of, um, might help us walk on this slippery stuff. I have no objections. Okay, so can we Can we see clear across or is it? Yeah, you can see clearly across. So in the room, as you're kind of just looking around, not doing anything, you do notice that it's broken down into four sections. And interestingly enough, this looks like the same flower that you plucked for the ice flower. So you actually have, you know, the the southeast petal, the northeast petal, uh-huh. um, northwest petal, and southwest petal. And you are currently starting on the southeast petal of the flower. Okay. So who's doing what? First, where? Um, uh, Camly is going to start 
a perimeter search, she's going to hold on to the wall as she's kind of just looking around in her vicinity. All right, so that that area is all open. It's just a big pit. So you have only the blue of the petal uh, is is part of the map. Oh. oh so okay. everything around it, as you look like to the edge of the petal, you can look straight down and oh. it's just like, like how you could look straight up and it looked like a vastness of nothing, right. but there was like a limit. You look straight down and all you see is nothing. It's just like a black voided pit. I see. Uh, okay. All right. Well, so I guess I'm just, I'm just heading north, you know, northeast, just trying to see if I see anything with my spectacles on. Okay. Well, as you're moving around, you're noticing that certain spots are making crackling sounds while other spots sound solid. Oh. And I would But you're have been really able tiny, so you're able far. to Yeah. Oh, careful guys. This I don't think this is this might break. What do you mean? It's cracking underneath me as I walk. Some some areas are and I'm a lot lighter than you two. I don't know what, what it would break into, but I don't want to find out. So, so far, as you've walked, you've noticed a marking on white on the map. That was cracking. That was cracking. That was cracking. And that was cracking. Anywhere it looks like there's a white spot is where it's cracking. Don't step there. Well, no, I'm, I'm marking that for you. Oh, okay. Can I? Well, but they're not going to see a white spot. I figured, the, <laughs> no, I figured the white spot was the... Was it cracking? No, that's just light. you noticing okay. that it's cracking because you're the rope walking on the spot. Okay, I'm going to set a caltrop down every time it cracks so they can see where it's cracking. Okay. Wherever there's a caltrop, don't step on that. All right. I had no plans to step on caltrops today. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Kamli. I, I think you should lead the way. Agreed. So, so I'm going to keep walking and testing where the cracks are and set down a Caltrop. Okay. Uh, give me an investigation check. Sweet. I or did say I have my spectacles on too. You did. Investigation, you said? Yeah. So, dirty 20. Ooh. That's good. So, as you're going through, you notice that this whole area here is dangerous. I'm going to just kind of circle it. Like there's, you can tell that as you're scouting and looking, it's almost like the, it's, it's like you being as light as you are, you're not having very issue, but you can tell like little spirals of cracks were starting to form on the ice that were spreading as you're walking. So you're just seeing like these cracks start to form. Thankfully you're light enough, but that's, that's kind of where you're at with this pedal. So you're, you're going to have to figure out how to get past with the rest of the party. Oh, this is going to be really dangerous for you two to walk on. I'm not strong enough to carry either one of you. Or you? am I? No. <laughs> if I if I carry you, I'm just going to fall through. <laughs> um. Well, at least you have wings you can get eventually again. And fly. Oh, I forgot to mention you guys are at full hit points. Oh, so we got a full rest? No, just oh, full just, hit points. Okay. You actually got uh, 
temporary hit points for snorting it. Um, you got 15 temporary hit points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you feel really hyper for some strange reason. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel invincible. <laughs> Cracks don't scare me. <laughs> do you guys have anything that... How, how sturdy do we feel here? Very sturdy? Fairly sturdy. Like, you, you haven't noticed anything as you haven't really been moving. Okay. The only person that's really been moving and scouting is Cam. Nine. Yes? I believe you are the heaviest one of us, so you'd be a good anchor. Take this rope and tie it around yourself. I'll do the same, and I will see where we can step. How much do you weigh, approximately? Probably like 150, 175. That is fine. I am twice your weight. This should be safe. Alright, and I'm going to get on my stomach so my weight is distributed and kind of slide around. Okay. Um, Where are you going? I'm just going to kind of arc back and forth, going farther and farther so I get a nice sweep going across. Like, show on the map how you're doing this. So I'm going to, like, arc around, up, arc around, just keep going like that until I run out of rope. So I'll probably go out. So I don't know if that's true. Right here is, I drew on the wrong thing. So right here is where, where all these tendrils of cracks are starting to form. So even as you're laying down and you're trying to distribute your weight as much as possible, um, give me a dexterity check to see how well you're doing this. Also, this is very, very cold as you're laying down on this. Your lizard giblets are definitely frozen. <laughs> uh, 13. It starts to crack as you get kind of in the middle where okay. it's the weakest point and your, your hand like fall goes through a little bit as you as you put your forearm in that spot. You notice that that's probably not a good idea for you to go in that area. All right. So, uh, Let's let's go not forward. And then there's that little area to the left, right? Correct? Yeah, there's there and what what appears to bridge to the next petal of the flower. Alright. Alright, I will try that bridge. Okay, you're gonna put a foot down and, and give it a test? Yep, still on all fours. Oh still so you're laying on all fours and you're putting yeah. kinda of like your forearm down to yeah. to push. There's like some slight cracking. But so far, it seems like it's holding. All right. You still have the rope on? Yes. Okay. Let's get to it. All right. So I'm going to cross and just be on the other side. All right. So you're going right here? Yeah. You fall through. Oh, shit. And he's pulling nine with you. So nine is slippery. <laughs> and there's this rope tying you as Vith is, is being pulled through the ice. What do you do? I brace myself and grab the rope. All right, so you brace yourself, grab the rope, but you actually slide toward the edge of the void, and you get, like, right to the edge. Like, you're almost right there. You're like, your feet are dangling when it finally stops, and you get some friction with your, your metallic bum to actually stop the uh, the move of, of going over the edge of the ice. And then, Vith, you look down, and you just see stars. And you see, like, galaxies, and you see, like, planets, but you don't even know they're planets, just celestial-type stuff 
that are just like never ending and you feel almost like if you were to fall, there'd be no end to this. As soon as I, I, I would have heard him go through the ice, right? Yes. All right, I've, I've started all heading over to nine as I'm watching nine starting to slide. I don't know how quickly I can make it because my movement is cut in half or. Yeah, I mean, it'll take, if you dash, you can make it to 30. You yeah, okay. Dash I'll, I'll, I'll dash. So, bonus action dash. Yeah. All right, then your main action, what are you doing? I am going to. Oh, shoot. I can't be my movement. Oh, no, dash would be a full action, wouldn't it? Well, bonus action dash. No, I know. Rogue. I was going to. I wanted to drink my potion of frost giant strength so I can. Pull. That's a full action to drink your. Right. So, do that. Okay, I'm going to do that and hold on to nine. All right, well, your, your full action is to drink it. Okay. So you drink it and you feel like, actually, it's not so cold in here anymore. It feels pretty good. Oh, it's getting. And you guys watch as Camley's like muscles, well, you nine, and then she becomes all like yoked. (laughs) She's completely like pumped up. And then there's like this frost aura that just kind of flows around her. And she's kind of cold around you. You just feel the coldness of her. And she grows this like freaking frosty beard. Uh, Camley, are you okay? <laughs> I'm feeling strong. Let's get this together. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I'll just keep pulling up. All right. Sure, sure. Camley wraps her cold, giant hands around you now and pulls without much effort. Like, roll, roll your uh, strength. It's plus six. Is that a nat one? No, it's not. So it's 12. Yeah, well, I mean, she does definitely does feel strong. Wait, you could, I could do that. You a lucky charm it? Sure. Give me your lucky charm. No, I won't. <laughs> Give me your lucky charm. <laughs> Give it to me. So she at least has you anchored. You're not going any further, but she can't pull you back. And you're trying to pull Vith out of the out of the situation, the hole that he's in. Was that an ability check for Camel? Yeah. I'm going to use Flask of Genius to add my intelligence to her role. My intelligence modifier, so plus four. So, Camelot, you brace your left foot behind your right, and that'll give you more traction. Oh! And I do as he says. And so what does that add to plus four? It's 16. 16? Yeah, so without any issue, you get a good grip, and you're able to pull. You notice that you're not slipping on the ice. For whatever reason, like this, this oh. potion has made you ad, uh, adapted to ice, and you're able to move 30 feet normally, um, and basically pull nine and Vith out of the hole. Oh, I feel <sighs> incredible! Thank you. <laughs> Agree. Thank you, Kemlin. You saved our lives once again. Of course. Let's do this. I'm so. I feel so strong. And look, I can walk. And I'm, and I'm just staying in the same spot. I'm not like walking around or whatever. Just making. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, as you pull Vith out and you kind of turn around, you notice like a icy treasure chest just appear on the pedal across the area that was all crackly. Oh, I'm gonna fly over there. You can't fly. Oh. You have to resummon your wings. Oh shoot! You're right. 
and I have to get in a fight. Because you fell asleep. <laughs> so when you woke up, your wings were gone. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I see. Do you guys see that 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 chest over there or something? I do see it, and I suggest you don't go. Okay, I'll stay. <laughs> Make it, a perception check. It appears Kenley. to be dangerous, Kenley. Oh, this is horrible. Three. Oh, okay. It's probably good that you can't see. I was reaching out to grab her collar. So she, can, <laughs> so she tries to run. She just gets lifted. Not, not as a frost giant. Uh, <laughs> can't She's hold gonna me. pull you. <laughs> um, can I? How far is that? About forty feet. Oh, okay. Cancel my magic mage hand over. I mean, if you're able to walk normally on this ice, maybe. The cracks won't affect you? Yeah, I'm going to start walking over there really carefully. You don't have to. As oh, that's you walk, right. I have the... That's right. As a frost giant, you're like... You, you feel very intuitive to where... What areas you can walk on, what areas you can't walk on without any issue whatsoever. And the cracks you avoid without any issue. Are you going to go over there and investigate yeah, so I'm going to check for traps. I'm going to... There's no visible traps that you can see. Okay. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll investigate. So you're going to reach into the chest? Um, I said no visible. I don't know if I want to reach into it. I'll have my mage hand. I'm going to stand back a little bit and have so my mage, have mage hand. Mage hand. Yeah. It's locked. Okay. I'll, I'll try and pick the lock. So you're going to go up and try and pick the lock. Now I want you to make an investigation check before you pick the lock. All right. Can I put my spectacles on? Sure. Oh, I know Nine told me I shouldn't do this, but maybe it's gold. Uh, 25. It's definitely trapped. The chest is trapped. First oh. you looked around for traps. I see. Okay. The chest is trapped. Oh, there's something on this chest. I really probably shouldn't try and do this alone. I mean, you're on your own. We're, but we can't get to you. Kamli, bring it back over here. Oh, yeah, I'm strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> you pick up the chest. It's it's heavy, but it's not that heavy. Yep. And as you start getting close to the areas where everything's cracking and you take one step down, you, you intuitively know that if you step on that area, you will fall through. Oh, okay. So I know that I can't move this without falling through can't carry it without or carry falling it. through. Yes. Can I drag it without falling through? Because then the weight's dispersed. You're going to drag it like how? By pulling it? <laughs> yeah, pull it. And... Well, as you drag it and pull it and it gets across that threshold, the cracks crack open oh. and then the chest drops and then you're still holding on to it. Are you going to keep holding on to it? More cracks are forming. What are you doing? Uh, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll find yeah. out next time. Oh, oh, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> oh, you oh. tease. Did it just get colder in this room? <laughs> Man, uh. my heart is going too. <laughs> um, episode name. <laughs> on thin ice. Uh, yeah, Ooh. I was thinking on thin ice. This thing cracked up, but on thin ice is good. Yeah. Onto nice is good. I like right, it. Let's do it. Jeremy. Thank you for listening. You can find us at 
alld20.com and you should definitely visit it. It has all the information you need. Our character bios, I have the most, proudly. (laughs) (laughs) All our uh, other social medias, our Facebook group link, our Discord group link. Um, You can join, go to our Patreon page and join on there and join our spoilers page and pick our brains on there, but don't pick our noses. And you can find our individual... Bad jokes. Um, right. Sorry, it's kind of cold in here right now because he's got the air on too. So I'm just, it's for ambiance. <laughs> Our individual social media pages. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Magthar. You can see some maps I made. You can find Carl. On Instagram at nine underscore tries. Felicity. Instagram, Aldi20 underscore Felicity M. And Great Dungeon Master. Aldi20 underscore Joseph, Joseph underscore Aldi20. One may or may not be a mimic. Also, guys, don't forget to let your friends know about Aldi20 and all of the cool stuff that we have created. You know, talk about the show. And if you join some of the private groups, you can talk to us there. Also, if you become a patron, you can talk to us on Discord. So those are some things to check out and think about. And without further ado... Game, Game on. on. And now for our patron-only content. What do you think you might lose Whoa. treasure-wise? I don't know.